Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Jay Mace. Welcome once again to another new episode of Beyond the Album Cover, where we take a look at an album that set its importance within music culture. So be sure to go to facebook.com forward slash beyond the album cover to stay updated with everything with the show. So the album we're going to take a look at today is an album from a four-man group out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Boys to Men, and their 1991 debut, Cooley High Harmony. Now, everybody knows the story of how they got signed, but I'm sure some people out there did not know that Boys to Men originally was a five-man band. Mark Nelson, formerly of the mid-90s R&B group As Yet, was originally a member of Boys to Men, but he left as soon right after Michael Bivens signed him and he put out his own solo album, which didn't do too well. And then, of course, As Yet came out years later. But they all went to the same high school together, Philadelphia School of the Performing Arts. And also, if you look at the Motown Philly video, Questlove, drummer of The Roots, was in the video. So it's crazy to see how Boys to Men and all these other talents blossomed out of Philadelphia. But if you take a look at that album cover, you'll see them in nice long coats and Mike with his cane. And you knew that they had a good look and their sound was a mixture of groups such as Take Six, The Winans, Commission. But I think what was smart about Boys to Men was that their look appealed to a pop audience where their sound was deeply rooted in pop R&B groups of the 50s, 60s, and also had a little bit of Philly soul sprinkled in there since they're from Philadelphia, so you cannot deny the influence that Gamble and Huff and Philadelphia International had on their sound. So, half of the album, most of it, was produced by Dallas Austin and Michael Bivens. Dallas Austin, of course, later went on to do work for TLC, Monica, and before that, he did Another Bad Creation, Aisha, and some cuts off of Troop's 1989 sophomore album, Attitude. Motown Philly was the cut that launched Boys to Men into superstardom and signified their arrival as a group to be reckoned with. And it was Michael Bivens' first big coup as an exec coming off the heels of his success with Belle Biff DeVoe and New Edition. And then It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday, a great cover of a song done by G.C. Cameron, who was a member of the Spinners, which was originally featured on the soundtrack for the 70s coming-of-age black exploitation classic, Cooley High, which featured Glenn Turman, who later went on to play Preach in A Different World, and Lawrence Hilton Jacobs, who played the late Joe Jackson in the Jackson's miniseries, Jackson's An American Dream. It was one of the first songs where it was completely a cappella and got mainstream play on radio. And to me, that song said to the pop audience that Voice to Men is a group that you can market not only to the urban audience, but to those that are in the suburbs and it later turned out that Lou Pearlman used Boyz II Men as his inspiration to create 
Backstreet Boys because he wanted to group with a Boys to Men sound with a new Kids on the Block look. And then off of that album, you had cuts such as Uh Ah, the sequel, which was featured on the East Coast Family compilation album, was to me better, but still, nonetheless. Then right after that, you had other cuts such as Lonely Heart, Little Things, Under Pressure, Simpin', the remix to Simpin', produced by Dallas Austin, was featured on the White Man Can't Jump soundtrack. And when it first came out in 1991, it was a smash, millions of copies sold, but in 1993, it was re-released in the U.S. to add the Mega Monster Smash, End of the Road. Produced by L.A. and Babyface off of the Boomerang soundtrack. And it vaulted Boys to Men into the pantheon of great male groups. Not just R&B, but pop as well. And it set the stage for their monster sophomore album, which came out in 1994. But End of the Road, it broke Elvis's record for... Longest Weeks at number one. And it was just a great time for male R&B groups for the 90s. You had Boys and Men. You had Shy, All for One, Color Me Bad, Portrait, so on and so forth. But Boys and Men, vocals, looks, influenced Many, many other male R&B groups to come after them, like 112, Jagged Edge, 98 Degrees, NSYNC, the list goes on and on. So, I had a chance a couple years ago to see Boys to Men in Vegas performing their residency at the Mirage and still sounded great, even though Mike is no longer with Boys to Men. You still couldn't tell that they were missing the beat because Nate did a great job at doing Nate's parts plus his own. And if we still look today, Boys to Men still holds records for longest weeks held at number one for a single. One sweet day that they did with Mariah Carey went number one for 16 weeks. Best-selling male group. And, of course, by the Vegas residency, it just shows that what was started some 27 years ago is still going strong and likely would not be ending anytime soon. Well, thank you guys once again for tuning in. Be sure to go to Anchor, Breaker, Stitcher, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, and Radio Public to listen to this episode along with past episodes And be sure to go to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash beyond the album cover to get updated with all things with the show. Now, next week, we are going to take a look at an album that said we are here. We're no longer going to be looked at as the background for New Edition. We're going to look at BBD's 1990 smash debut, Poison. This has been your boy, Jay Mace. Thank you guys for tuning in. Keep those records spinning. And I'll talk to you again soon. Peace.